Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I woke up very early in the morning, uh, five minutes before my alarm rang. I was very, very excited. I had this kind of nervousness that this uh, preceding something important is going to happen to you in your life. That's my colleague, Dr. Elmer Huerta, an oncologist and also the host of the CNN Spanish version of this podcast. So one morning last week, he went to a hospital for an injection, an injection that could go down in the history books. In the taxi, yendo al centro de la Universidad George Washington para... I said, this thing that I'm going to get today has been given to less than 1,000 people in the whole world, and we are more than 7 billion people in the planet. I said, what will happen when I get this vaccine? I don't know, but my decision was to do it. As most of the world eagerly awaits a COVID-19 vaccine, Dr. Huerta is part of an army of U.S. volunteers who are now making it possible. So today, we decided to follow Dr. Huerta on his journey through Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine trial, and also explain why his role is especially important. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. To begin with, let's talk about what this trial is. It is the first-ever coronavirus vaccine trial here in the United States, and it's being done by Massachusetts-based biotech company Moderna and the National Institutes of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. The company's goal is to have 30,000 volunteers. Now, three weeks into the trial, they've already had more than 8,000 people sign up. Anyone can volunteer for a vaccine trial. In fact, Dr. Huerta signed up for it online. Three weeks later, I got a phone call saying, Sir, are you still interested? You have been pre-selected. I said, yes, I'm ready. And I was so happy to do it. There are a couple of reasons why Dr. Huerta volunteered for this trial so enthusiastically. One, as a physician, he firmly believes that a clinical trial is the only way to find good medication, or in this case, a good vaccine. I tell my patients, when you take your blood pressure medicine, Every morning, where do you think that medication came from? Did it fall from heaven? No, that medication came through clinical trials. And there's another reason as well, an important one that could decide whether this trial will succeed or fail. So when you are planning um, enterprises like this to have a new vaccine, you have to make sure that you have all the ethnic groups and the races represented in your trial. According to the CDC, Black and Latino people make up more than half of all coronavirus cases. And ideally, vaccine trial participants should reflect the population that's affected by the disease. But right now, Black participants make up less than 5% of the study, and Latinos around 10%. So you may be wondering, why is it so important to recruit minorities? 
Well, it's because vaccines and drugs may have a different effect on certain demographics of people, and that effect needs to be studied and understood. In order for this study to succeed, it's going to need volunteers who are at high risk of becoming infected with the virus in the first place. That includes people of color who are at higher risk, in part because of structural discrimination in healthcare, as well as other economic, social, and genetic factors. But here's the question. Why is there a lack of Black and Latino volunteers for the vaccine trials in the first place? Well, there's probably a lot of different reasons for this. First, there's an issue of trust based on history. Medical institutions have performed dangerous experiments on minority groups without their knowledge or consent. The Tuskegee study is probably one of the most horrifying examples. You probably know about this, but in the 1930s, the U.S. Public Health Service studied hundreds of black men with syphilis and told them they were being treated. But they weren't. Scientists just wanted to see what would happen, and they followed these men until they died. And for Latinos, it is my impression that researchers, they don't know how to reach Latinos, how to talk not only in their language, which could be Spanish, although most of them are bilingual, is they don't know how to talk to them in cultural terms. And Dr. Huerta is trying to inspire others to do the same, which is why one Tuesday morning in August, he went to the George Washington University Hospital for the trial. Probably I was the first on the day, 7.30 in the morning. The nurse was waiting for me. The doctor was waiting for me, which is nice when you participate in something important like a clinical trial. And they just asked me to fill some paperwork. And then they just asked me to go into this examination room. And then the whole process started. The nurse came. She read the whole informed consent for me, page by page, 21 pages. And I signed the doc. Comment, and that's when she said, listen, now I'm going to get some blood from you. Me están sacando toda esta sangre. I'm getting all this blood drawn for all the analysis previous to the trial. They took eight little tubes from me, and then I'm going to do the test, the molecular test, the genetic test to see if you had the virus. I'm just going to hold, hold up a little bit, hold your head back a little bit, like up. Yep, perfect. Almost done. I know. I'm sorry. As you might be able to tell, Dr. Huerta was just taking the swab test, which I know from personal experience is pretty uncomfortable. She was so bothersome, but I did it. Once I finished that whole stuff, she said, now you are ready for the computer to assign you to the group. The computer is what will decide, completely at random whether Dr. Huerta will receive the actual vaccine or a placebo. And 10 minutes later, the nurse came over with a little um, syringe saying, this is your medication. And of course, I knew it, but I had to ask for my taping. Do you know what it is? And she said, no, I don't know what it is inside this syringe. And then she asked me, are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. You're right-handed. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Right. So it's so, going to go in your non-dominant, right yeah, so okay. in your left hand. So I need to take my shirt off? Yeah, that would be great. Okay, good. I need to take a picture of this. Participating in history. Yes. <laughs> this is history, actually. I'm so glad to do it. 
She gave it to me. I didn't feel anything. Just the fluid got inside my muscle. I didn't feel anything. Right after I finished, I thought, oh my God, whatever it is, is in my system. And that's it. And now I have to live with this. I hope it's the vaccine. Uh, the whole process was like a two and a half hours. And most of the time was spent on the consent. I really like that because that means that every person who goes there is going to be well informed. And they told me for the next month, we will call you every Wednesday. We will call you and then you have to come back for the second dose. I have to be enrolled in the study for two years. There, I have to go to the hospital every two months for them to examine my body and to get some blood from me. And they will call me over the phone once every month for the next two years. Of course, that is part of the whole evaluation. Dr. Huerta also needs to record his temperature every day. They also gave him a checklist of 17 symptoms or side effects he'll be tracking for the next two years. One question I did ask was, imagine that you approve this medication, this vaccine, next year in March or February, I told the nurse. Uh, are you going to call me and tell me, listen, Mr. Huerta, uh, you need to come immediately because what we gave you was water, <laughs> the placebo, <laughs> or the opposite. You're going to call me and say, you know what? You don't need to worry anything about because you got the vaccine. Are you going to call me? And she said, yes, we will call every single participant of the trial, letting them know when this vaccine is approved, what they got, so they can uh, act accordingly. It's now been more than a week since he joined the trial, and Dr. Huerta is doing well. For people of color who want to participate, but may be nervous, Dr. Huerta has some advice. Just talk to your doctors or read pages of the National Cancer Institute, the National Institutes of Health. They have wonderful information about clinical trials. Just go and read. There's no good or bad decision. It's something just it is, is either in your heart or it's not. If it's not, that's okay. You will get benefited from the efforts of other people. That's okay. But if you do it, that's okay too, because you will be contributing. We need to remember that vaccines are made to protect all of us. And so it's important that all kinds of people are represented in the trials. If you'd like to volunteer for a vaccine trial, you can find out more at coronaviruspreventionnetwork.org. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, we'll have a successful vaccine. But no matter what, we still all have to continue to do our part. Keep our distance, wear a mask, wash our hands. After all, we're all in this together. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.